From the book of Psalms, the book of Psalms, Psalm 61, Psalm 61 beginning with verse 1, these are the words you find, hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and the strong tower from my enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. For thou, O God, has heard my vows that has given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. Amen. Let me just for a few moments talk from this subject, the rock that is higher than I. The rock that is higher than I. I don't believe that anybody in here would disagree with me if I told you that these are challenging times. 
It's a challenging time that we have to live with day after day. <clears throat> it seems, it seems, it may not be true, but it seems that mankind is totally bent on destroying itself. And not only destroying itself, bent on destroying everything around it. People are dying every day from a curable disease because it is not to their political advantage to be cured. The planet, Earth, is revolting and seems to be itself, seems to be self-destructing right before our eyes. Civil and human rights that have been successfully fought for and won are now under attack again. Hatred and discrimination once again on the rise. To sum it all up, in the words of my late grandma, Emmeline, this world is in a mess. A mess that all of us here are forced to deal with one way or the other. Or you can stick your head in the sand and act like it's not happening, but you're going to have to deal with these things. One way or the other. I, I have to take a break from the news every now and then myself. But I have to know what's going on. I hear a lot of people saying, I don't even watch the news. Well, I hope you know that the fact that you don't watch it doesn't keep news from happening. Things are still happening every day. We don't watch the news, but we'll go on Facebook and watch folk breaking their necks on crates. We don't watch the news, but we're... Go and we'll watch all the fights and battles on Facebook. This world is in a mess. Whether you want to deal with it or whether you don't, civil rights issues will affect you. Whether or not folk are vaccinated or not, or whether folk wear masks or not, whether you want it to or not, it affects you. Rising prices for food and groceries affect all of us. <clears throat> the rising cost of living overall has an effect on everybody. And most of us, <clears throat> especially those who walk by faith, have learned for the most part how to just roll with the punches. We know what it is, and especially those of my hue, you, you know what it is to rob Peter to pay Paul. That's not a new thing for us. Making do with what we got is not a new concept for us. That has been around for a while. We've always known how to take what we have and make it work. Most of us come from a long line of folk who knew how to stretch stuff. It's a word we don't use much anymore, but talk to your grandmama, talk to your grandpa. They knew how to stretch stuff. Add a little more water and season and make a lot of gravy. That's stretching. Y'all ain't hearing me. That's stretching stuff and then serve it with a whole lot of bread. 
that stretching to struggle is not foreign to most of us. But then there are those times when so much is coming at you at one time that no matter what you do or no matter what you try, it seems like there is just no solution. And that, my brothers and sisters, is the time that you can relate to where the psalmist David is when you come to the end of your rope, when you come to the point where there seems to be no solution, now you can feel what David is feeling here in the text. And that is the time when you feel like you're being buried under the weight of your problems. That's the time when you feel like the waters of strife are pouring in so fast and that you will surely drown. That is the point where you like the psalmist. He feels like everything is a bit overwhelming. But it's at this time, in the time that he's feeling like he's overwhelmed, that he cries out to God. He says, God, when I come to this point, when I get to the point of feeling overwhelmed, when I come to this point, when, I, when I've lost confidence in my little strength, when I've lost confidence in my little ability to keep going on. Are y'all hearing this? Well, I, I, know, I, I, know, I know where I need to go. It's not like I don't know. I know where I need to go, but right now I am so weak that I just don't trust myself to get there. I'm overwhelmed. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, God, I don't even feel like I have the strength to put one step in front of the other. I'm overwhelmed. And when I find myself at that point, when I find myself at that point, what I need, God, I need you to step in. I need you to step in and I need you to lead me. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. David was in a terrible place. He was in a terrible place. Though, though he was a man after God's own heart, many of the mistakes and many of the bad choices of his past were now catching up with him. And you need to understand one thing. You need to understand the fact, the fact that your sins are forgiven and thrown into the sea of forgiveness does not mean that you're free from the consequences. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, oh, the fact that you, you, you love the Lord now and that you, you, you're walking with him now and that you, you talk with him daily. Yeah, that, that's all good, but that never means that you're free from the consequences of what's already been done. It's been a long time now. And much of David's past was now catching up with him. One of his sons came up with a plot and raped his own sister. 
another one of his sons became angry because David didn't respond like he thought. And, they, and that son killed his brother. Are y'all hearing me? And then he turns, that son, Absalom, turns on his father and attempted an insurrection of the kingdom. All of this coming at David. David was in a low place. He was removed from his throne. He was banished from the tabernacle that he loved, a place where he often sought protection. He couldn't even go there now because his son had banished him. You remember his words in Psalm 27? He loved that place. He loved the tabernacle. In Psalm 27, you remember, he said, in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in the secret place of his tabernacle. And now, because his life is in danger, he can't even go to the tabernacle. In the same time, in that same time and in that same psalm, he says that he shall set me upon a rock. He shall set me. I can't make it to the tabernacle, but he shall set me. Upon a rock. You remember Psalm 27? Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he shall set me upon a rock. And I believe that this is the rock that he's talking about here in the text. When he says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. The truth is, my brothers and sisters, David learned a lesson like we are learning right now. He's learning then what we know right now, what we are learning that the tabernacle of God is bigger than a building. Let me say it again. I say the tabernacle of God is bigger than any building. This is the same David that concluded in Psalm 139 that if I ascend into the heavens, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. David then is concluding that since I can't get to the tabernacle, I need the tabernacle in you. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, since I can't get to the tabernacle, I, I need to tabernacle in you. Lead me. God, you lead me. Lead me to the rock. Not a rock, but the rock that is higher than I. Some theologians, some theologians have studied and regarded the rock that he's talking about. They think that the rock he's talking about is Mount Zion. But I'm with those others who believe that the rock he was longing for was bigger than Mount Zion. Y'all ain't hearing me. I believe it was bigger than Mount Zion. Look at verse 5. For thou, O God, has heard my vows. Thou has given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. In other words, in other words, he's saying, I'm yours, Lord. Everything I am 
Everything I've got, I'm yours, Lord. I'm, I'm a covenant partner with you. And I'm standing on every promise and every covenant, including the promise that you made that you will protect me. What I need from you, what I need from you, God, right now, David is saying, what, what I need from you right now is for you to take full control. I'm broken. I'm weak. I need you to take full control. In my weakness, I need you to be my strength. Life situations, David says, have rendered me weak and they have rendered me helpless. I don't have the strength to go any further. So what I need, God, is for you to take full charge. I need you to lead me to the rock that is higher, that is higher than I. I need you, God. I need you, God. I can't make it by myself. I, I'm, I'm weak and I need your strength and power. I need you to lead me to a place of safety. I need you to lead me where I am safe and secure from all alarms. David says, I'm, I'm in a low place and I know I don't belong here. I'm in a low place. I know I don't belong here. But I don't have the strength to pick myself up. Anybody ever been there? So, so I need you to lead me to a higher place. I need you to lead me to a rock that is higher than I am. I need you, God, to pick me up from where I am right now. Any, any military strategist will tell you that the best advantage that you can have over the enemy is to get into a higher place. Are y'all hearing me? The best advantage you can have over the enemy is to stop hanging around where the enemy is and go to a higher, go to a higher place. Oh, Michelle Obama, she was on to something when she says, when they go low, we go high. Lead me. Place that's higher. Lead me to the rock that's higher than I. David is acknowledging that I'm in a low place and I need to go higher. But the problem is I don't have the strength to pick myself up. So God, I need you to lead me to that higher place. I need you to lead me to the rock. It is higher than I. Anybody ever been there? Anybody ever been there? If you haven't, just hang on a little while. I know that one of the key, key phrases in preaching now is I don't know who I'm talking to. I know exactly who I'm talking to. I'm talking to all y'all. I'm talking to myself. Are y'all hearing me? I know exactly who this is. If you don't need it right now, buy the tape. You don't need it right now. Just hold on to it. After a while, you'll come to this place. You'll come to this place like David where you need him to pick it up and turn you around. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Anybody ever felt helpless? Anybody ever felt hopeless? 
where you just need somebody just to take you by your hand. Y'all hear me? Anybody ever been there? You just can't make it on your own. All you need is somebody who can take you by your hand and lead you. I'm about through now. I'm about through now. But just let's just call a few witnesses. Thomas Dorsey, born in Villarica, Georgia. Thomas Dorsey, he expressed this same sentiment in this song he wrote. He wrote it in 1938. One of the low points in his life, his wife had just died. His brand uh, a newborn baby died the same night and he was away in a revival. He took his pen. He began to write, precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on. Let me stand. I'm tired and I'm weak and I'm worn, but throw the song. And through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, and lead me on. When my way, when my way grows drear, precious Lord, linger near. When my life is almost gone, hear my cry, hear my call, hold my hand, lest I fall. Take my hand, precious Lord, and lead me. Doris Akers, just let's go down the road. Doris Akers in 1953, she picked up on the same message. She says, I am weak. I'm weak and I need thy strength and power to help me in my weakest hour. Let me through the darkness thy face to see. Lead me. Oh Lord, lead me. She went on and said, I am lost. If you take your hand from me, I am blind without thine eyes to see. Lord, just always let me, thy servant be. Lead me, oh Lord, lead me. Then she goes into the course, lead me, guide me along the way. For if you lead me, I cannot stray. Lord, let me walk. Each day with thee, lead me, O oh Lord. Lead me. Let's go on down the road. Chicago Mass picked up on it and said, when everything else fails, y'all ain't hearing me. When everything else fails, I can go to the rock. When troubles are all around me, I can go to the rock. God promised that he would keep me. If I abide in his holy word, no matter what the problem, I can go to the rock. But then David closes this thing, reminding himself of what God has already done. Listen to David saying, for thou has been a shelter for me. Y'all ain't hearing me. Is there anybody here who can draw strength from what God has already done? Is there anybody here that can testify that he's already made ways out of no way? Is there anybody here, yes, that can testify that he's already, yes, been a shelter, yes, in a time of a storm, yes. Yes, through many dangers, toils and snares, I have already come. It was grace that brought me 
saved thus far and grace uh, will lead me on uh, as I come to a close uh, I'll use my own pick me up yeah here's my pick me up right here my hope yeah is built here yeah, on nothing less than Jesus blood and righteousness I dare not trust a sweeter frame but wholly lean on Jesus name on Christ the solid rock I stand all of the ground is sinking sand I'm leaning and I'm depending on Jesus I'm leaning and I'm depending on the one who carried my cross who died in my place laid in a borrowed tomb but I'm glad that early Sunday morning he got up he got up all power in his hand yes lead me lead me to the rock that is higher than I oh brothers and sisters sometimes you just have to steal away and preach to yourself sometimes just have to acknowledge where you are when you come to that point when you can't do anything, when you, you've done everything you can and everything else fails, you ought to know that you can go to the rock. I'm weak. I need that strength and power to help me in my weakest hour. Let me through the darkness thy face to see. Lead me. Lead me. Lead me, O oh Lord. Lead. Lead me. Lead me. Guide me. That's it. That's it. Guide me along the way. Yeah, yeah. For if you lead me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. Each day with thee My verse is this. 
I am lost if you take your hand from me. I am blind without thine eyes, thine eyes to see. Lord, just all, always let me. from our God to be led somewhere higher than where you are that you don't have to live your life in the valley that we serve a God that can lift you up when everything in your life is down you have to come to accept him David lived 700 years but he was pointing at Jesus the Christ that there's somebody who's going to come and he is going to be a firm foundation in my life to lift me up where I belong. And we now, wherever you are in this room, if you're in the sanctuary and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, we invite you to come right now. Come and give your life to him so he can lift you up from where you are. That if you need a church home and you need somewhere to go so God can lift you up, we also invite you. Come on, somebody right now, wherever you are. If you're in the world virtually, if you're in your car, if you're in your home, he's still inviting you right now to give yourself to Jesus Christ. The Bible simply says if you believe 
in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. And is there anybody here like me? Thank God that you are saved. Because when you're down, because I'm saved, he'll lift me up to where I belong. Let's, let's pray, Lord. Lord, we come thanking you that if our hearts are overwhelmed, you have given us a path of where to go. But Lord, even if our strength is failed, you can lead us to the rock that is higher than I. Another songwriter said, that rock is Jesus. And it's in him we live, we move, and we have our very being that when we are down, he can lift us up. That when we don't know what to do, he can give us a mind that is right. That when all things are failing, he is our strength. Lord, you are our strength. Strength like no other. In the fullness of your grace, you are our strength. Lord, help us this morning. Help somebody who doesn't know who you are in the free pardon of your sin to give their lives to you so that they can be led by you. Lord, we thank you. We pray now. And we want to lift up our pastor in this time. That we have dealt with family tragedy and are still dealing with it. Lift up the name right now of Beverly Billups Haynes, wherever she is right now. Well, we lift your strength toward her. Lord, fill her with your Holy Spirit and let her know that you are never alone because the God you serve is always with us. That the God we serve is always beside us. The God we serve, he is Jehovah Rapha. He is the one who can heal us, Lord. Heal and deliver right now. That even if you don't do it right now, we know you are able to do it right now. Able and Lord, we ask that you be willing to lift us to a higher plane. Lord, we thank you for the life that has come on today, for the one who's given her life in baptism. She is in the family of God. We thank you, Lord. But Lord, we reach, we're reaching out right now to even more that you said if you be lifted up from the earth that you would draw all men unto me. Draw right now, Father. Keep us and we'll be kept. For we pray this prayer in the only name that matters. For the Bible declares that at the name of Jesus, one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord to the glory of the Father. Lord, it is in that name, the name that has power. We call that name right now, Jesus. In the morning, Jesus. In the noonday, Jesus. Over in the midnight hour, Lord, lift us up. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. In his holy name we pray. And all blessings. Amen. Amen. Oh, Lord. Lead me. We 
about to go home. If y'all just help me out, just one more time. Oh, 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 lead me and guide me. give God praise some got to give him praise honor him give him praise he you just told you he got you he will lead you to a place that is higher than you are amen amen give God praise for the word of God the very word of God is our strength when we feel weak word of God is our light when we feel like we're in darkness. Amen, amen. Thank God again for our pastor. Thank God for this wonderful word from the Lord. Just a few uh, announcements. Thank God again for those who have come to give their life today, show forth in the family of God. Just a few announcements before we leave. Um, um, the pastoral uh, support ministry anniversary celebration actually is today. And so if there are those in the house, if there are those online, you can give to support our pastor. Amen. Amen. Uh, you can give through Givelify through the website. You can also give in cash app and or you can give cash or, or drop the check by today if you're in the building. Amen. Amen. On next week, next week, Saturday, the September the 18th, we celebrate something wonderful. We celebrate the graduation of those who have matriculated through the school of ministry. Amen. Give God praise for that. School of ministry is a two-year program that every leader in the Salem church has to go through before they are commissioned in ministry. Amen. And so we want to thank God for these who have sacrificed two years to learn and grow and develop in their life. Um, next week on, on that day, the service is at 10 a.m. And the Reverend Dr. James Noble of the Mountain View Baptist Church of uh, Anderson, South Carolina, will, all, will be with us to preach for us on that day. Reverend Dr. Noble is also the preaching professor and a professor of pastoral ministry at Anderson University in Anderson, South Carolina. Amen. So I want to thank God for that. Our leader in that ministry is our own Reverend Georgina Washington. Give her a hand. Amen. 
we have other notices of bereavement. Uh, Mother Mary Haygood has passed away, or she did on Friday. So if you will lift up Mother Haygood's family. Um, before we leave today, just to let you know, we are keeping the spirit of safety. And for everyone who is in the building on this morning, if you would, you would exit to your right and my left all out the door. And if we ask, you can fellowship on the outside. Is that all right? That is actually to keep everybody safe. Amen. Amen. Finally, all, all tithes and offering for today can be given uh, through the website, Givelify, or if you're in the building, you can also leave an offering. We want to thank God for every member of the Salem Church and your continued stewardship. Thank God that though we have a church that continues to give even in the midst of what we're dealing with. Amen. Amen. If you would just rest on your feet. And just, I want to just, again, just say, keep in prayer our first lady, Sister Beverly Haynes, and also our pastor, amen, because he has to be the one who is always with her, trying to take care of her, amen, amen. If you would, God be with us until we meet again. grace of God, sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let us all say. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. 
Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.